Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Low Vision, brought to you by the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International. Hi, my name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and tonight I'll be your host as we talk about bioptic telescopic glasses. Another nice, interesting bit of news is that these particular recordings are now being broadcasted on ACB Radio on Friday evenings beginning 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you want to listen to it on ACB Radio, you simply go to www.acbradio.org and click Mainstream. Also, you can find these at the Airs LA webpage at www.airsla.org and also at the cclvi.org webpage. Well, tonight we're going to be talking about one of the distance visual aids that many people with macular degeneration, glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy, retinitis pigmentosa, and other conditions use, and these are called telescopic glasses. Now, one of the things that makes a telescopic glasses very, very unique is the fact that they are one of the very few portable types of devices that a person could wear on their face, and it can improve their distant sight. The design of a telescopic glass really is not anything that's that new. Since the early development of telescopes hundreds of years ago, scientists were then able to design smaller telescopes and they found a way that they could drill a hole into this pair of glasses and insert the telescope inside the lens so that a person could see a distance object without having to hold on to a large telescope. The first thing to understand about these telescopic glasses is that they are very, very customized. Although that there are some types of telescopic glasses that are over-the-counter and that you could buy them and adjust the focus, these types of telescopes have a very limited range of use. The reason for that is a person usually has a prescription. Most people are either nearsighted or farsighted or they have astigmatism. And when you have the correction in the glasses to correct for this type of a prescription, your vision through the telescope will be much, much sharper. Another feature of having a pair of glasses with a prescription in it is that your depth of focus is going to be larger. What that means is that when you look at something, let's say that you're looking at a person who's standing 50 feet across the street and they're in clear focus through the telescope, if you have a prescription set of glasses, if another person is maybe 70 feet further away, you will usually be able to focus them without having to readjust the focus of the telescope. On the other hand, with some of the other types of telescopic glasses that do not incorporate your glasses prescription, you'll have to adjust the focus for each object that you're looking at. So having a customized pair of telescopic glasses is usually going to be the best solution for people who are looking to use a telescopic glass. Now, there's many different uses of a telescopic glass. Most people are interested in using the telescopic glasses so that they could see distance objects. I believe that the most common use at our center, the Center for the Partially Sighted for a Telescopic Glass, is for those people who are applying to take their driver's test. In the state of California, the law basically states that if your visual acuity in your better eye with glasses if it is better than 20 over 200, then you are a candidate to get a driver's license. They then make you go to see a low vision optometrist or a low vision ophthalmologist. For example, they will measure your peripheral vision, your color vision, your contrast vision, your depth perception, your night vision, your day vision, your visual reaction time, and they will also measure your vision through a bioptic telescope. Now, the reason that this is all very important is because looking through a telescope is not sufficient to be able to drive a car. In other words, if a person were only looking through the telescopic glasses while they were driving the car, 
they would not be able to see the cars that are coming on the left and the right sides of them in an intersection. So the person who is going to use a telescopic pair of glasses must really be identified very, very carefully, and that person must then be fit with the ideal type of telescopic pair of glasses. Now, telescopic glasses are also very, very effective for people who have other needs. For example, we see many people who like to go to the theater. They want to see an opera or a play on Broadway, and they want to be able to see it very, very quickly without having to hold up a pair of opera glasses or a pair of binoculars. Well, the bioptic telescopic glasses are also very, very effective for going to the theater. We also see musicians will also benefit from using telescopic glasses. We have many patients who play in the orchestra, and when they're on stage, the music is usually about three to four feet away from them as they share the music stand with their partner next to them. At that distance, the music is too small to see, and by wearing a pair of telescopic glasses, they're able then to see the music more clearly. We also see that there's some people who will use a telescopic pair of glasses to watch television as well. They may have their favorite chair at home that they feel most comfortable sitting in, and that is about 20 feet away from their 15-inch television that they use. Well, one option would be to just buy a much bigger television, but a lot of people say that they want to use their old television, and telescopic glasses could be very helpful there. And we also see that many students who are in the classroom or people who are taking classes at the university, they also enjoy using telescopic glasses because they could see the professor, they could read the chalkboard, and they could read the PowerPoint presentations very, very easily. So these are just a few of the different types of uses of these uh, telescopic glasses, and many other people will also just use them in their daily life. I know that when I still had some vision left, I would use my telescopic glasses when I would walk. I could look through the telescopic glasses and I could see the name of the street sign or I could see if the traffic signal was about to change or I could see what was the number of the bus that was coming my way. So it was something that was very, very helpful to give me information of where I was in space. So let's now talk about what makes up a pair of telescopic glasses. Well, the first thing is that the telescopic glasses are going to incorporate a telescope, and there are many different types of telescopes. Not all telescopes are going to give you the same level of vision. The first thing is that the first and most basic telescope is called a Galilean telescope. And the Galilean telescope is a very simple telescope, and it consists of two lenses separated by space. So when you think of the pictures you saw of Christopher Columbus or if you've seen other people looking through a telescope, you would notice it's as though that they are looking through a paper towel roll, the cardboard roll that's inside the roll of paper towels, and there's actually two lenses in there, one on each end. And when you adjust the distance between those two lenses, you adjust the focus and you could adjust how sharply you're able to see those images. So when a person is using a telescopic pair of glasses, such as a Galilean telescope, the first thing to understand is that these glasses cannot look like a normal pair of glasses because within the telescope, there are two lenses. A second type of the telescope that we use is called a Keplerian telescope, or some people will call that an astronomical telescope. Now, this is a telescope that is more sophisticated because this will have often three lenses inside the telescope. This particular type of a telescope has the ability to provide more magnification, and it also can provide a person with a wider field of view. The difficulties of using this type of telescope is that it really needs to be measured precisely so that the telescope is positioned right where it needs to be in order for the person to see most clearly. If it is positioned off by, let's say, a sixteenth of an inch or an eighth of an inch, 
a person might notice that the image that they see is dim or they don't see the full field. So in the field of low vision, these are the two most popular types of telescopes that are being used for different types of tasks. Now within these telescopes, we can also then incorporate special prescriptions. So let's say, for example, that you're a person who has just received cataract surgery, and after the cataract surgery, maybe it is where you have astigmatism or you have nearsightedness or farsightedness. Well, with these types of telescopes, we could customize the telescope and incorporate your prescription inside the telescope. What this means is that when you look through the telescope, you're going to get the maximum clarity of sight so you could see these details very, very clearly. If you purchase an over-the-counter pair of telescopic glasses, your prescription will not be in there, and as a result, you will not see quite as clearly. So if you live out in the country, say that you're in Wyoming and you're going to look at some of the cattle out in the snow, with a pair of customized telescopic glasses, you can have very, very sharp vision. Now, within both types of telescopes, we could also customize them in another way. We could customize them by changing the level of the magnification. In some cases, we may have magnification that might be very low, such as 1.5x. In other cases, we might use more magnification to give a person as much as 8 times x or even 10x magnification. Now, you might think, well, why wouldn't I just take the highest amount of magnification? You know, more is usually better. Well, that's not the case when you're looking through telescopic glasses. The reason for that is that when you use more magnification, you end up seeing a narrower field of view. So if you were going to go to a play and you had a 10x telescopic pair of glasses, you might only be able to see the face of the actor or the actress. Whereas if you had a lower-powered telescope, such as a 4X, you could then see perhaps half of the stage and you could see many actors and actresses all at one time. So it's very important that your doctor will help you to identify how much magnification it is that you need. Many people, when they are being fit with a pair of telescopic glasses for driving, many times the doctor will try to fit their telescope so that they could see 20-20 vision again. And although it's nice to have 20-20 vision again, most of the street signs are much, much larger than that. And we don't need to have 20-20 vision to read those street signs. So for many people, they can actually be able to see a wider area with a telescope that gave them a little bit less vision, maybe the vision to be somewhere like 20-40 or 20-50 for driving. And in the state of California, the DMV recommends that people will have a telescope that will improve their vision to about 2040, and they do not want you to see 2020. A third area that we could modify on the telescope is that we could also incorporate a filter. There's many people who have retinitis pigmentosa, or they may have another type of retinal condition, and they're really, really bothered by the glare. Well, with a telescope, we could put in a filter inside the telescope so that if you are looking at something in the bright sun, you don't have to have that type of problem of facing the glare. We could use yellow or orange, brown, green, and gray, and we could also use a polarized filter. I remember once I had a gentleman, and he was an albino. He didn't have any color to his hair or to his skin or to his eyes, and he wanted to use a telescope for driving. He also told me that he did a lot of driving in the snow where the snow really caused a lot of problems with glare. Now, in his case, when he drove in the sun or in the snow, he really needed a dark lens on the telescope. But when he drove at night, the tint on the telescope was too dark. So we made a little cap, something called a filter cap, and this is a cap that could just snap right onto the telescope. So when he needed the darker lens, he could just attach that. And it attached with a little magnet, 
and this will be a fast way that he could have the telescope that would give him the best vision. And the main benefit of this is that it eliminated his need to purchase two telescopes, one that was clear and that one that was tinted. So, as you can see, the type of telescope, the power, the prescription, and the filter of the telescope, that is something that can be customized. In addition to that, there's many different manufacturers of telescopes. In New York, there is Designs for Vision, which is probably one of the most popular telescopic manufacturing companies. They make many of the surgical telescopes that surgeons and dentists use, and that is probably the most popular one that we use at our center for our patients who drive. Another company is called Ocutech, and Ocutech they make a very, very nice telescope, and it has a very different look to it. It almost looks very similar to if you had a pack of double mint gum. It's a rectangular type of a telescope, and it sits across the top of the frame. As a result, people don't necessarily see things protruding out of the lenses of the glasses, but they could see this rectangular box on top of the frame and that rectangular box is actually the telescope. There's other types of telescopic systems that are made by other companies in Europe and in Asia, and these are also very, very good. But in general, we find that the companies Ocutech and Designs for Vision are the ones that we've had the most success with, and we also like the quality of the work that they do. Now, when we think about these telescopes, we then have to think, well, how do we put them inside the frame of the glasses? Well, the first thing is that with these particular types of glasses, most people do have an eyeglass prescription, and we will incorporate that prescription into the lens. Now, the lens material that we use is usually made of polycarbonate, and polycarbonate is a very, very strong material and we don't have to worry about the lenses shattering or the lenses cracking and it breaking in the eye of our patient. So we use a polycarbonate material because it is something that is very, very safe. Also, the polycarbonate material is very lightweight, so when we incorporate a telescope in there, the overall weight is low. With a polycarbonate lens, we could put in virtually any prescription in there, we could tint it so that if a person needs a special tint in their glasses also to see better, we could do that. Now, the doctors will then perform many different tests to find out which will be the best eye to position the telescope. In most cases, not all, but in most cases, we will put the telescope just in front of one eye and not two. The reason for that is that if we put it in front of two eyes, a person who looks through telescopes in each eye, there may be certain distances that when they look at things, it will appear double. So if they're trying to look at a stop sign or they're looking at a car that's at a particular distance and they see double vision, that's not going to be too good for anybody. So the telescopic glasses are usually going to be placed such that the telescope is over the dominant eye. We then have different places within the lens where we could place a telescope. Let's say that you wanted a telescope so that you could simply watch television at your home. Or in that case, we would put the telescope right in the very center of your eye so that as you're watching TV, you won't have to tilt your head up or down or to the left or the right. We would measure exactly how you position your head to watch a television and we know exactly where to put the telescope. On the other hand, if you were going to use the telescopic glasses for driving, we would then mount the telescope as high as possible in the lenses. The reason for that is that when you are driving with telescopic glasses, you are not looking through the telescope all the time. You are simply glancing through it, similar to the way that you might glance through your rearview mirror. When you're driving, you could see the cars directly in front of you with your eye and the regular glasses. But when you want to see something beyond the distance of the car, or you want to see the traffic signal or read a street sign, or you're trying to identify who that person is on the corner crossing the street there, you may then simply tilt your head down slightly, look through the telescope, 
and then you'll see them in big focus. It's something that will take less than two seconds to tilt your head and to focus and to identify it. It's really, really amazing how quick people are able to then look through the telescope and to find what they're looking for and to identify it. As a result, we do give our patients a lot of training in using these telescopes. We don't initially just put them in the car. We will let them sit in the car with us as we're driving them, or we will have them do other exercises so they get comfortable in identifying objects as they're moving, as they're standing, or if they're moving and the other object is also moving. So this is something that works out really, really very, very well. Now, in patients who have macular degeneration or if they have Stargardt's disease or choroideremia or other types of conditions where there's blind spots in their visual field, we may then position the telescope off to the left or to the right side. And this is what we might call the sweet spot. For these people, if we put the telescope off to the side and they look through the telescope in this peripheral manner, the image is going to focus on the healthy part of the retina and they could see things much, much better that way. If we keep it in the center and they try to use the central retina, they often will see a blind spot and it's not very, very effective for them. So as you could see, there's many, many different aspects to using the bioptic or the telescopic glasses. Number one, you really do need to have an eye care professional who specializes in low vision to help you to determine which brand, which power, which level of magnification, which color lens would really be the best for you and which activities you would be able to use this device for. The second thing is that after the telescope and the glasses have been designed for you, you then have to receive training on how to use it. This training is something that could take people as much as two to three months in some cases. Initially, it could be frustrating and slow, but as people use it more quickly, they find that they can use it very, very effectively. I know that for myself, I was first so embarrassed to use these glasses because everybody looked at me, and I could see people looking at me, and they thought, what is with this guy? Why is he wearing these types of glasses? I remember once I was in Hawaii, and I was happy to wear the glasses when I was in Hawaii, but as I was looking around, one guy called me a perv. You know, He walked by me, he said, hey, you're a perv. And I said, no, 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 I'm not. I'm blind. I'm blind. And he didn't believe me. He thought I was just some strange person. But it does really come into handy if you're doing sightseeing and you're vacationing because you get to enjoy the scenes. If you don't have a device like this and if you don't use a cane for your mobility, usually what you see on vacation is a sidewalk because you keep looking down at the floor. Now, another thing that's very, very helpful to know about those who are interested in using the telescopic glasses for driving is that there are driver's training instructors throughout the United States that do provide driver's training with the use of a telescope. Again, to save you money, we recommend that you go through the phases that we recommend in that order. In other words, you must be fit with the telescope first, you must practice on your own at home, and then you could then proceed and sign up for driver's training classes. Now, these driver's training specialists are very good, and they're very, very familiar with people wearing these types of glasses. Their cars are such that they have dual controls, and if there's something that you didn't see, or maybe that you're not looking through the telescope enough, or maybe you're looking through the telescope too much, they could give you that type of feedback. Once you complete their driver's training course, then you can receive a certificate that states that you, they feel you are ready to go to the DMV and to take that particular type of test. Now, I have found that these particular types of driver's training programs are very, very effective. The majority of my patients who have taken these driver's training courses have passed their driver's tests here in California. In fact, I have even had patients where the DMV told them, 
that they cannot drive with this telescope on the freeway, or they have told them they cannot drive with a telescope at night. And we wrote letters to explain why they would need this device and they would be able to use it safely to drive at night or on the freeway. And the driver's instructor also accompanied them at their hearing, and these people were able to earn their driver's licenses. I think it's especially important for people who may live in some of the rural areas. If you live in an area that's not very crowded, there's not many pedestrians, these types of telescopic glasses could really help you. Maybe you don't want to, or maybe you don't need to drive all the time, but in the event of an emergency and you had to get into town or you had to go someplace, these telescopic glasses would make you much safer as compared to just driving with your your regular eyesight alone. Now, people may also ask, can you use telescopic glasses for other types of tasks? Can you use them to look at near objects? And the answer to that is yes. I have many, many patients who are computer instructors. And when they walk around their classroom behind the chairs of their students, they can't see what's on the computer screen. So we have fit them with telescopic glasses. Now, in these particular types of cases, we have fit them with adjustable telescopic glasses, such as the Ocutec. What's nice about these is that you could adjust the focus for different distances. So if somebody's computer screen is 22 inches from you, you could focus on that very easily. But if another computer monitor is 40 inches away, you could focus on that. There's one Ocutec autofocus telescopic glasses that it will adjust the focus automatically for you. So if you start to move closer to the computer screen, it will automatically focus. As you then get further away from you, it will automatically focus. So this is a real nice feature if you have to look at various distances in a dynamic type of range. I also have a preacher, and this preacher, he says, you know, when I'm preaching, I like to look at my notes, but I also like to look at the audience to make certain that nobody there is falling asleep. And he is using one of these types of telescopes to be able to focus far and near, and it's very helpful. Another type of task that these telescopic glasses could also be helpful for are people who work and repair things. I have auto mechanics, I have computer repair people, and I also have a watchmaker who uses the bioptic telescopic glasses in order to see those types of details. The quality of the optics of these are just really, really amazing. I mean, the clarity of what you see is very, very sharp. It's very, very similar to looking through a closed-circuit television or a CCTV, but you have more freedom to be in different locations without having to carry that type of telescope around. Excuse me, without the CCTV around. Now, the important thing about a lot of the telescopes, to give a person better vision, you often need better lighting. When you have better lighting, you could then look inside of the CPU units of your computer, or you could look underneath the hood of a car and you could repair things. You could also look inside the service box if you're looking at your electrical service and the fuses go out. So the telescopic glasses with illumination could be very helpful. Now at this point in time, we haven't found a system that has built-in lighting on the telescope, but we have found some really, really nice LED lights that could then be put on your head or they could be placed on the earpiece of the glasses to illuminate that area that you need. These types of LED lights, they last for a very, very long time. It's a very white light and we get these through mattingly low vision. So that's something that's also really good. Now, what about the cost of these customized bioptic telescopic glasses? You know, the prices of it really, really ranges on many, many factors. For one thing, I have seen some doctors that will charge five to $6,000 for these, and I have seen others who are going to charge as little as seven to $800. So you really want to shop around, and you want to go ahead and price compare. The prices of these are usually in the order of about 1000 
to $2,000. That would be the range for the entire system complete. That will be for your frame, your lenses, the telescope, any type of filter that needs to be performed and inserted in there, training. So it is something that is expensive, but the amount of utility that people get from it, it's really something that's very, very good. If we compare that to the price of these bifocal glasses and the no-line bifocals that we see now, you know, those types of glasses now are about $1,000 nowadays if you get these designer frames. So a bioptic telescopic glass is usually around the order of about 1000 to $2,000. Unfortunately, we do not see that Medicare will not pay for these glasses. There are some vision insurances, such as Vision Service Plan, that your low vision eye doctor could fill out paperwork, and they will often cover 75 to 80% of these types of glasses for you. There are some states that do have Medicaid, and Medicaid may pay for part or all of them. At the present time in California, Medicaid will not pay for this for adults but we are fighting very hard to try to get them to reinstate the coverage for these types of visual aids. So overall, these bioptic telescopes are something that are very, very useful. Remember, they really should be made in a customized way for you to get the maximum benefit. You do need to have an experienced doctor fit them for you so that you will get the most vision from it and that doctor will know how to add the correct magnification, the correct color tint, and to use the special design that's going to be best for the task that you're trying to do. You should also remember, you should also remember that these types of telescopes usually have a 30-day return policy. What that means is that if you cannot use them, if they're not working to your liking, you can return them with 30, within 30 days. In some cases, there might be a slight restocking fee, but at our center, the Center for the Partially Sighted, we have a good relationship with our vendors, and they do allow us to return them. What's really good about this is that in that way, if a person orders a customized pair of telescopic glasses and they just don't do quite as well as they would like, or maybe perhaps they didn't pass or they didn't get that driver's license, there's still this time for them to return those and to get some sort of refund for that. So at this time, I'm going to go ahead and open it up to questions. So if you would unmute your phones by pressing star 6, and we'll answer any questions that you may have. Dr. Bill, this is Tom. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I've got uveitis. I've had it most of my life, and I've always been curious about these telescopic lenses. And, you know, with uveitis, everything I see is foggy, whether it's close or far, okay? And so would this be the, the, the type of uh, low-vision apparatus that would work for me? Yes, you know, the question is, if you have uveitis, can a pair of telescopic glasses be helpful? And the answer to that is yes. Very often, these types of telescopic glasses are very, very helpful. Now, in uveitis, this is a condition in which the tissues inside the eye become inflamed. And as they become inflamed, they make your vision appear to be foggy. Yes. Now, what we find is that there's a couple of things that's nice about using the telescopic glasses. One of the things is that the casing of the telescope, we would probably recommend a black casing for you because the amount of light that comes in through the sides of your eyes makes the fogginess worse. So yes. we, I, would, I would first recommend like a black casing. Then we would use a Polaroid clip and with a Polaroid clip that we could attach to the front, this will help you if you're outside on a very bright sunny day or if it's a snowy day. We could use colored filters that will also reduce a lot of that fogginess. So for some patients with uveitis, a brown Polaroid type of a color 
can be very helpful. But for other people, it might be plum or gray, and we would try the different combinations. And then, based on what your clarity of sight is, we would then recommend a specific level of magnification. And this should then give you the ability to identify distance objects or near objects much sharper, and you could then perform these tasks more independently. Then, we would then insert that telescope into a nice-looking frame, and the lenses on your glasses, we would probably then incorporate your glasses prescription and a colored tint to try to reduce that fogginess, and it should really improve your level of vision. So it is something that's quite common that these telescopic glasses could be helpful. Now, you're in Wyoming? Yes, I'm going to have to take a look to see who might be a person who is experienced in uh, fitting these types of glasses up there. But the other thing that you might also ask your ophthalmologist or your optometrist is, has any of your doctors told you that you have a cataract in your eye? Not anymore. I had had cataracts removed probably 30 years ago. Okay. You've had them both removed then from each eye? Okay. So the reason I ask that is because many people who have this inflammation of the eye called uveitis, they develop cataracts, and that makes things very, very foggy. Yes. Now, the next, the next thing, since you have had the cataracts removed, we then want them also to look at the lens implant that they put into your eyes. When they remove the cataract, they probably put an artificial lens implant into your eyes, right? Yes. So sometimes those artificial lens implants, they could get sort of foggy or dirty too. And there is a laser, and this is a laser beam that's called the YAG, Y-A-G. And this YAG laser can clean up some of the membrane that might attach to the lens, making your vision foggy. So we probably should ask your eye doctors if you might benefit from a YAG laser to clean the implant lens, and then after that, we should then let you have an evaluation so that at least you could try looking through a pair of bioptic telescopic glasses. Okay. The last question then, Dr. Bill, is is the extra weight of these telescopic lenses, is that a real uh, troublesome issue? No, the weight of these telescopic glasses really aren't excessive. And one of the things that we have are new materials. So we have frames that could be more lightweight. The lenses could be more lightweight. And the telescopes are even smaller and more and more lightweight. One of the other things that we do is we often will adjust the glasses on a frame so that it fits on the bridge of your nose real well. So it's very, very comfortable. So it would be something that would be very, very comfortable to wear, and we would go ahead and customize that. Now, on the other hand, there are some telescopic glasses that you could buy for maybe $400 or so, and these do not have a prescription. Now, these types of telescopic glasses are much, much heavier, and they're much bulkier. So people sometimes say that they get sores on their nose because they're a little bit too heavy. And I wouldn't really recommend that particular type for you because I think that the filter in the telescopic glasses would be very helpful for you. I think so, too, because sunlight really does bother my my eye. Yeah. And, you know, Tom, you may notice that if you go outside without a hat and the sun's bothering you, you might put your hand right next to your forehead, right near your eyebrows, and that might really reduce a lot of that glare for you. It's a little bit better vision. Does that happen to you when you put your, your hand right on top of your eyebrows and, and look out that way, like you're shielding your eye from the sun? Well, I usually wear a hat when I go outside. I've just always done that, and so that's not the problem. And then I always wear sunglasses, and I've found over the years with different uh, colors of sunglasses, uh, the, the the best color for me right now is uh, rose-colored glasses. Oh, so, okay. 
Yes, and and that's the type of thing. We have done that too, where we have put a a red lens. There's something called the Corning 550, a red lens, and a lot of people see much better with that particular mm-hmm. type of lens. So um, what I could do for you, if you like, I could try to see if I could find a person in Wyoming and uh, we could see if that person does fit these types of telescopic lenses and, you know, you could go in for an appointment, and if you have Medicare, that should be covered with Medicare. I'd appreciate that, Dr. Bill. I really would. What's the name of the city in Wyoming that you live in? Powell, P-O-W-E-L-L. Okay. Well, let me look for that, and then I will I will get, get back to you, okay? Thank you. Okay, I guess it's my turn. We're the only two on the line, right? <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, no, there's there's Tom and and Dick and Tom and Todd. We're recording. We're on live. So let's get your question there. Okay. Um, the the hot thing. Uh, people wonder why do I always wear a baseball cap? And yes, that's you know very similar issue. And I, I highly recommend it to anybody who has glare issues. Uh, the sunglasses. You do definitely have to find the color. In my case. Uh, I have very limited field, very limited amount of sight. So I have to use object recognition, and I can't suffer from color distortion. In other words, a stop sign, the color is red, and if I'm wearing rose tints, it's not going to be red anymore, and I'm not going to recognize it by color. So I have to use like a gray or something, so I tend to use those. But when you have cataract surgery, your focus point becomes fixed, and the telescopic tele, uh, telescopic lenses uh, happen to be, you know, probably the way around carrying three or four pairs of glasses. Now, this is something I've noticed, and I've been doing this probably o- over 10 years with the digital cameras. I've been using those with their optical lenses as binoculars as well as, you know, just to, like, just see something. Uh, I went to Carnegie Hall, for example, and I used the camera just to see my, my nephew on the stage. So the concept's the same, except, again, like you said, you don't, you know, you don't want to have to hold something up to your eyes. But the camera gives me the option of the wide field further back versus the close in to see a face at the push of a button. However, you mentioned they have them with automatic. And in addition, I didn't get the name because I'm bad with names, sorry. The one that looks like a pack of double mint gum above the prescription area, kind of like, I guess, bifocal type of setup. And you tilt your head down, and then you're looking through the telescopic lens, and you bring your head back up, and you're not. And um, that sounds like a way, you know, you can go from and to. But then you mentioned that there are some that have autofocus features. And if you're reading off of a podium, and you're reading off your notes, and then you look up at the audience, okay, I can see that working. But what about the situation where you want to look at something far away? Um, I'm, I, I'm going to be arbitrary, say 100 feet away. But you don't want it to, say, zoom all the way in on such an item where it's in focus. Rather, you want to get a, a view where, say, it would focus at, say, 75 feet so you can get a wider field of view. Is there any way to control the autofocus to permit you, in this case, I need you to focus right in on 100 feet away and give me that in sharp focus. In this case, I want to look at the 100 foot away object, but I only want you to focus like at 75 feet so you get more field of view. Yeah, the answer to that is um, the Ocutech Mm -hmm. autofocus telescopic glasses may be that type of solution there for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is the one that has the rectangular shape like a pack of Wrigley's gum. And mm-hmm. it does have a little battery packet that will attach to your belt. And that gives the power to focus from far to near. Uh-huh. You, would then, you would then have to discuss with their engineers 
so they they could perhaps help you to focus it in the way that you would like to. So there'd be a little because bit of manual override option, in other words. That would be something you would have to ask them if they would be happy to incorporate that into their software. I because see. most people, if they look at somebody at 100 feet, they want to see that person clearly. Right. They don't want it to focus at 75 feet. Mm-hmm. Well, so there may be a way that there could be a manual override that's going to give you a manual adjustment on the amount of zoom. Right. Well, you mentioned that when you're walking with the cane, particularly if you're sightseeing, you tend to look at the curb or the, or the sidewalk a lot. And one of the things I notice since uh, I have Hanley, I don't need to look where I'm going at all. That's his job. I get to try and see whatever I can, and I'll give you an, an example. If I'm in the middle of the block, even though it's out of focus after the cataract surgery, I'm looking all the way down that street to spot the walk-don't-walk walk sign. And once I have it, and that's because the field of view is much larger and it's easier to find that color, you know, spot. And if I just keep my eye on it, by the time we get to the corner, I don't have to look for it. I know where it is, and, yeah. uh, you know, I can usually time it and not have to stand there, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and that's really one of the beauties of using these types of telescopic glasses is that you could identify things that are around you. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to use your vision to see where things are. You could identify what is around you. Mm-hmm. Now, in your case, because we did speak earlier before we began the recording, your right. case is a little bit different because I believe that your cataract implant mm-hmm. that they have implanted into your eyes, I think that it is not the ideal power or the ideal focal distance. So I would recommend that you either, number one, speak with a cataract surgeon to mm-hmm. see how easy would it be for them to change that lens right well or the other option b is i would recommend that you would see a low vision optometrist mm-hmm. perhaps somebody such as bruce rosenthal at the lighthouse in new york mm-hmm. he's very experienced in fitting the bioptic telescopic glasses mm-hmm. and the prescription could be in the glasses part and then the telescope is incorporated within that. Okay. Now, one more bit of information for you, because you rely very heavily on color to identify Well, no, no, things. no, no. I, 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 don't, I rely on everything very heavily. I don't care if it's a shape, a shadow, but any distortion from the norm, meaning like yes. the Corningware glasses, throws me off a little bit. And then when I take the glasses off, everything has a totally different color again, and, and, and I don't need that. So I go with the G15s, uh, you know, the Ray-Bans. They're, they're color neutral. They're gray, polarized, yeah. anti-glare, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, I, I'm very I, – I react more to changes and, um, yeah. you know, rather than uh, – you know, and, and no, that, that was that was my mistake, Todd. I, I didn't use the right terminology, but because you were commenting previously about how changes in the color vision mm-hmm. affects how you identify things, right? Another right. thing that you may then consider in your glasses mm-hmm. or in your bioptic telescope would be a lens called the melanin lens. Hold it. And, hold it. What was the name? And the melanin lens. Melanin. Melanin, M-E-L-A-N-I-N, melanin. Melanin, okay. Mm -hmm. That is a very, very good lens because it does not distort the color vision. Mm -hmm. It is not too dark. It's polarized, so it reduces the glare. Right. So that may be another lens that I would consider if I were fitting you with that type of a telescope. Mm-hmm. Cataract surgery, when you when you get it, they tend to say automatically give you the focal distance that you have. And uh, I thought about it, and if I'm going to have a fixed focus, I wanted it at about 22 inches or so, you know, 17 to 24 inches, 
because that's where you stand away from somebody usually, and that's where you'll be from the computer screen or something usually. And, you know, you don't want to have to putz around with glasses then. And then if you need to see something far away, you put on distance glasses or the TV, the distance glasses. And if you want to read something up close, you're not moving anyway, so you put on, you know, reading glasses. And uh, unfortunately what happened is I'm at 11 and a half inches with uh, uh, figure distortion and so on and so forth. It, it's kind of complicated. But I kind of figured 22 inches or so would probably be the best thing because that's where I would not need glasses. And I could use my sunglasses outside in general because, as you noted, when you try to read a street sign, it's much larger. And you could probably make it out depending on if you're close enough, et cetera. And yeah, I, so I just wanted to throw that out there. I would agree, and, you know, that is something that uh, we had talked about earlier uh, before with you, so I would agree. The only problem is that the implant that they have implanted in your eye is not focused at the correct distance, mm-hmm. so the power is not the appropriate power, or the calculation was a little bit off. Yeah, but anyway, you you got I a want good to reading, thank though. all yeah. of you very, very much for your time this evening to come to this telephone conference. I apologize that Bruce Rosenthal was not able to make it this evening, but I hope that this information on telescopic glasses was most helpful to you. And the podcast, if you want to hear it again or share it with others, it will be up shortly on www.cclvi.org. That's cclvi.org. And also on airsla.org, A-I-R-S. LA.org. I want to thank you, uh, Mr. Dick Burden, for recording this this evening. And for those of you who like to listen on the Internet radio, you could listen to this this coming Friday on acbradio.org. So thank you very, very much, and we look forward to seeing you all again next month. For Airs LA and CCLVI, this is Dr. Bill Takesta.